Hello there, talking about right fans once again for joining us uh, here. Thanks again for joining us once again on the Friday night panel. Got Natalie in the house. I got Mike, and we got a few other guests uh, ready and willing to join us at their own peril. Um, so I think uh, what are we going to do? We're going to start off with a little hello from each of you, and uh, we'll bounce right into some uh, upcoming fights and some stories that we've all got to share. I'm sure. Yeah. I want to talk about Josh Taylor, but I'll I'll, I'll let you guys go first. I want <laughs> Josh Taylor. Okay. What up, fans? It's Mike Orr from Knucklehead. What's up, Natalie? What's up, Graham? We got lots to talk about today, man, for sure. How are you guys doing? Um, well, you going to talk about Big Buatsi? No, first I want to talk about Bill Haney being denied entrance for a 30-year-old uh -oh. drug charge. How, how ridiculous yep. is that? That'll that'll still stick, that's for sure. Yeah, thirty years, man. Thirty well, years. Well, come on, they ready. they didn't let Mike Tyson in. But they pulled some strings afterwards, and then he was allowed. Well, that's what I'm saying. So he ain't Mike Tyson. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's what. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, like, it's Mike, like Mike he has Tyson a felony. It's a felony that dates back to a federal drug conviction that he served time on from 1992. Yeah. So, yeah, so is this is this is this one of the prison stories you're talking? Yeah, yeah. Well, why not, right? <laughs> Any conviction you had where you served one or more years, it stops you from getting into the country. So, it's unfortunate. I guess uh, he needed some sort of. I guess he needs to apply for a pardon, right? Yeah. Which you know, hey y'all, it's Sugar. Um, back here on a Friday night with the with my guys, uh, Michael Orr and Graham. And it's always a pleasure. And yes, I'm just jump, jumping in on this because you know what? This is really not um, outrageous. And it's, it's not something unusual that happens in, in the industry and in boxing. And the thing about it is sometimes this thing catches you at the last minute, right? At the airport, yeah. you know, they deny you and you're <laughs> yep. stuck. And you're on the plane by yourself, like Haney would be uh, 20 hour looking forward to what what 20 hour lonely ass trip <laughs> without his trainer. And they're trying to make calls to see who's going to corner him when he gets there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That that's the anxieties of fighting and dealing with this stuff. I mean, these charges stick. And the industry, you know, we're not we're not selling Girl Scout cookies. You know, this is a, this is an industry of people who fight and and who have that background of being entangled in things. So, I mean, yeah, it's thirty years old, but it's stuck. It's stuck like like barbecue sauce, and you're gonna have to, you know, get your get your papers right when you're in this industry now especially traveling internationally, so you don't have these hang-ups. Carl uh, W. comes in, where's the James Bond outfit? Who, who is he expecting? Who's supposed to be wearing the James Bond? Is that you, Graham? What, tell me what you're supposed to. Yep. Hey, we, we got somebody yeah, else in. How's the gym? Speaking of big and bad. <laughs> The gym, Big bad and belted. <laughs> the gym was pretty cool. I'm, uh, you know, I'm sorry, guys. I know y'all was talking. I'm gonna interrupt, but um, I reached, I reached two hundred forty pounds because I was two fifty one yesterday. Um, so I got real good. We was rushing around. I tried to get Greg Towns. 
Greg Towns for his business has to uh, have hired two and and he can't come on. Oh, he's trying to get two workers. He's upset because they drinking and all that. So I rushed <laughs> from the gym. I had to make a move. I'm glad to be here, especially to see this beautiful young lady here. Oh my! <laughs> I think he's talking about me. <laughs> well, you ain't talking about me. I hope so. <laughs> Thank you. So you know, so so I've been training every day. I just want to uh, get healthy, stay healthy, and keep working out. And so I'm feeling better. I'm gonna keep on doing it. Oh, that's fantastic. I'll get a little drink <laughs> once in a while, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, you gotta live a little bit. Yeah. Yep. So, so guys, we were supposed to see uh, Parker versus Andre uh, this weekend, but uh, unfortunately, uh, that's not going to go on uh, due to Andre uh, suffering uh, shoulder injury in training. So that's been postponed. Mm. Yeah, that that was uh, that was going to be good, man. It was going to be Park Stadium, home of the Derby County Football Club. Uh, they were supposed to stage the WBO intern super middleweight world title clash between Parker and the unbeaten two weight world champ Andre. Um, it would be a huge occasion for the knockout owners Parker at the city of Derby because uh, it's been a lifelong, uh, you know, he's been a lifelong fan of the Rams. And uh, it was his dream to live out fighting on the pitch of his local football club. Uh, because oh. the club is actually in financial struggles this season, uh, being well known, some Queensbury promotions knew they were, there was a uh, responsibility to help. So they were donating 10 pounds of uh, every, every ticket sold to go directly back to the club. Wow! The future of the club. Uh, since teaming up with Frank Warren and Queensbury, you know, the 27-year-old has clocked up three spectacular and empathetic wins to reinforce his position as the number one contender. So, uh, Queensbury, is that football? Is that football? Queensbury rules. Yeah, I know that England. Is that football, right? Yeah. So they were supposed to fight on the pitch. It's not happening. Andre's got an injury. Wow. It's postponed. Would have been a great fight to watch this weekend. It's not happening. But on the other hand, we still get to see Joshua Boazzi uh, take on the former world title challenger, Craig Richards, in that huge all-London light heavyweight clash. Uh, that's Saturday, and that'll be uh, 2 o'clock Eastern for us. Okay. So, yes, guys, I don't know if before, you know. Before you continue, Mike, you know, yeah, I, I just – hang on. Go on. Mike, Mike, can I interrupt for a sec? Yes, yes. Last week when we were on, we, we had Natalie on the show. Uh, Tim was in uh, oh, uh, that was Sunny Kanto okay. world. What? Yeah. yeah, Sunny Kanto. Yeah. So I just wanted, to, I just want, I just wanted to make sure you, you two know each other and you've been introduced. Tim, so Natalie, okay. Natalie, Tim, you've been hey, introduced. Man, you I, I didn't know if we introduced Tim. you last week. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, "Call me Sugar." Oh, Sugar. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Yeah, I was I was um I was at ringside. Was that the the Kanto fight, man? Yeah. Did you did you let them know that uh, we awarded him the uh, knockout of the week? Well, I I, I emailed him. I emailed his dad. Um, I emailed his dad and said that I'm sure we can get him on in the future. Hopefully, cool. is this don't get too big where he won't do a little podcast? <laughs> you know, oh. doing them little podcasts and showing that you're a real champ. You'll come in and do and do something with 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 a company like this, um, and other companies. You know, real champs to do that. They'll pop up every once in a while, unless you Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> That's my uh, honestly, man. I want to I want to before we even touch about uh, on the Boatsy card. 
we do have a card going on tonight. Um, I don't know if you guys know, Fenlong Meng uh, is taking on John Pascal. Uh, that's the headliner. That's uh, put on by ProBox TV, uh, the first and only global sports streaming and media company. Dedicated. John Pascal. Yeah, so contender Fenlong Meng, who's 17-0 and right now with 10 KOs and former two-time world champ, wow. John Pascal, who's 35-6-1. and one. Uh, they meet in a 12-round, 175-pound division. Uh, in the co-feature, uh, uh, was it Zhu Ken, 18-3, uh, is making his highly anticipated return against rugged Mexican warrior Brandon Bennett, who's 18-2-7 in a 10-round boat. Um, Magno, a lot, uh, this guy's uh, you know it's pretty big, man. He's uh, 34 southpaw. He's been craving for a meaningful challenge. He made his professional debut back in 2015. Uh, following a decorated amateur career where he represented China in the 2012 Olympics. Uh, since then, he has captured two regional titles, the WBO uh, Oriental and the IBF Intercontinental Light Heavyweight titles. Uh, the native of Shifeng City, China, is eager to set up this opposition in order to put himself in line for a world title. But in order to do so, he's going to have to take on the toughest, most dangerous test of his career against former world champion, Jean Pascal, right? How busy has John Pascal been? Not, not, not super busy. Like uh, his last fight out was um, against Badu Jack, and that was back in 2019. So, Badu, yeah, it's it's been a couple of years. So now. I mean, they getting him cold. Yeah, you know, like I, I'm sorry that you know the numbers and I know the game, and I don't think it's fair to get a, a, a name such as John Pascal cold to try to make a statement. And I see what they're trying to do. And I mean, this contender, he has some pretty good accolades there, but- uh, he's, um, he, Last time he fought was October 29th last year. So he's been in the ring. Still, he's still warmer than Jean Pascal. Exactly, exactly. Right? So, I mean, I, I think I, being someone who you know, I, I've been in there. I know what this game feels like and what it is. You know, I, I I hate when matchmakers or I hate when the game does this, where they'll take a name who has been in hiatus or on ice cold, and then they bring them out to try to make a statement against someone who, you know, it, that, that they're trying to build this way. I think, you know, fairly matched contenders are out there for this guy. And now to, to, okay, you brought a cold John Pascal out to fight him to put his name on your resume. You know, I I just, I, 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 I'm not. That's the way the game is. You know, honestly, though, (laughs) we we do know this, though. Uh, Pascal uh, has hired a new veteran boxing trainer, and that's Orlando Cellular. Uh, he's been selected by him, um, and he's his new chief. Chief second for May twentieth uh, in this twelve round event. So, um, so it's for May twelfth. So it's for this weekend. I wonder it's, how it's long for tonight. It's for this tonight. thing. I mean, how long it's been going on? Because you know, even even in getting a new chief and in getting new training and all of this, you you got to get used to that man. You know, you gotta you gotta get used to what the he's coming back to the corner and saying to you when the lights are on because it's different in camp. It's different when you're getting ready, 
right? It's different now when you get that shot and shit, I was cold. And now you, you're, you're really feeling the intensity of now you're back on. That trainer or that coach that you go back to the corner has to also have that intuition for you in, in knowing how you as a fighter will respond in these situation or in such a situation. So I, I just see, yes, you know, we can make these announcements and I got the new and this guy I is working with, but how is it coming together? And is it coming together for him to really make a good showing? And I guess, and I guess the, we'll see. I guess we'll see in a couple hours because that card starts at nine o'clock. So it's getting underway yeah. tonight. Okay. So we're going to see. We're going to see how good it is. He's supposed to be ready. He's supposed yeah. to be ready. That's what boxing is all about. Yeah. Um, whatever situation um, that that is put in front of him, he should be ready. Some people, some boxers, um, don't have like the backup and uh, consistency, and they fall short. But you're supposed to be ready. You're supposed to be in shape. You're supposed to be mentally ready. Whatever they put in front of you, and your trainer's supposed to be equipped to help support you in what you're going to do. And, and and be victorious. So you got to be ready all the time. That's what the game I, is about. I hear what you're saying, Tim. Yeah. I, and I yeah. do. I mean, that's just the motto, right? I understand that as well. But I think when you've earned enough stripes in the game that you should have a bit, you should have enough respect um, out of the game for people not to try to get over on you in such a way, right? So this is what happens, and I know that's the industry, and I know you're supposed to be ready, but put some respect on my name. That's all I'm saying, right? Don't try to get me cold. Don't try to prove how bad you are off of a cold Jean Pascal or off of a cold sugar. You know, get me, I, I get me, let me get warm. Let me get, let me start boiling in the grease. You know what I'm saying? Like get an easier fight first and then huh? work your way up? Is that what you mean? Like get well, an easier fight? Well, what I'm saying is this. Build you know, the blocks. Um, what I'm saying is this. And maybe this is Pascal. This was supposed to be Pascal's management's decision. But in order, I mean, to take on now such a, um, to take on such a task, I feel that maybe he should have had a warm up before something like this yeah it has been so he can years, understand yeah. who he is because tim and i know you know this maybe he ain't <laughs> i know you know it okay <laughs> he ain't the same fighter he was in 2019 he got to get to know himself he got to get to know who he is in 2022 right so when opposition stands in front of you and I've, I've experienced this where, you know, your responses are not the responses you even know yourself to have, right? And, and so you got to respect the game and respect yourself enough now to understand that and to make better decisions. Yes, you got to be ready, but in order to know that you're ready, right, you, you should be allowed to put yourself to the test. That's all I'm saying. Well, that's, that's it. <laughs> saying, like, what, what, would you like, like, get maybe get a warm up fight or? I would have. I mean, if I was his management team, I yeah, would have. Yeah. Uh, okay, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. He's been, he's you been, been in the race. He hasn't been in the race. Yeah. 
Listen, he supposed to be ready. So let's give him the one. Let's get let's say one, right? Shout so out to my sister and nephew who are watching is. us right now. Too. Huh? My sister and nephew are watching. Oh. Commenting on the side. Hey, what hey, up? hey you what guys. Up? So what I'm saying is, okay, you know, it's it's not I'm not making this box. I'm not making boxing powder puff now. I'm not making boxing powder puff. But what I'm saying is, you know, um, give you've you're John Pascal. You're not Joe Blow, right? Give yourself at least one warm up to see if you're the John Pascal that you remember yourself to be. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So the promoters Got and it. the managers just you saying just want to put them right in there. That I mean that's what I see. Okay, that's what I see. They don't care about them. Um, that's what it looks I, like. That's I what it don't looks like. Know. I think that they care about his name more okay. than maybe, his performance. Yo, maybe, maybe Pascal just thinks he's going to come through and wreck this guy. And I mean, we all do, right? right? I thought but I was going to wreck McCaskill. Feng, Feng Long is a big thing. Chinese yeah. guy, man. He's a I big thought, Chinese yeah, fighter. He's huge, got heavy hands. It is a test. It's a test. Are you talking about that big, tall Chinese guy? Feng Long. Feng Long, yeah. Heavyweight. Feng Long. All right. Big this <laughs> I just was looking at him the other day. Yeah, what do so you think? What do you think about in him? other action? In they other should action. give him some warm ups or something. I they just should... want to hear what, what do you think of him, Timmy? I think Tim? that they, yeah, they should. They should, um, maybe, maybe they got something going on with that their Chinese guy, or you know, or else they should make sure that Pesquel is, is ready. At least you have a good show, and that guy is big, yeah. He is big. I just seen him. he was. I think he threw the guy down or something. Like moving down, throwing him on the ground. Feng Long Ming. Yeah, I just saw that like three days ago. Him fighting. He's a physical fighter. He's like six well. eleven, right? Wow. Uh, he's he's up there in the sixes. They sure. must got a piece of him. <laughs> they must got a piece of him. Uh, all I know, li listen to you know the okie doke. You know when the fix is in. Oh God! That's all I got to say. Okay. <laughs> uh, guys, let's touch on let's touch on Boatsy and Richards, man. We got this okay. one. I know you're liking this one, Graham. You're, you're waiting for this. This is a this is a big one. We got Joshua Boatsy will face former world title challenger Craig Richards in a huge all London light heavyweight clash. Uh, this one's Saturday at 2 p.m. Uh, Boatsy 15 and 0, 13 KOs, scored his 10th round knockout in a row when he stopped Latvia's Richard Bolotniks Ooh. in the 11th round of their WBA lightweight, uh, light heavyweight title eliminator on the third and final week of Matchroom Fight Camp in August. Um, the 20 year, the 29 year old is set to face Russia's former world title challenger Maxim Vlazov on the undercard of Joseph Parker's rematch with Derek Jezora at the AO Arena mm. in Manchester in December Joseph before suffering a hand injury. Okay. Uh, so, Crystal Palace, former British light heavyweight champion Richards, who's 17-2-1 with 10 KOs, put on a spirited display as he pushed the WBA light heavyweight world champion, Dimitri Bivol, all the way in his first world title attempt in May of 2021. So, these two guys are coming together. Uh, it's going to be a huge night. Um, you know, the light heavyweight scene in, the country, in, in their country is thriving, and honestly, both these guys are, are up there, man, in, in that. And definitely, it's going to be a big one. Uh, on that undercard, we also have Alan Babich uh, is taking on Adam Balski. And uh, Robbie Davies Jr. 
is uh, fighting for the WBA Continental Super Light title against Javier Molina. I heard and that we, name before. And we got mm-hmm. Chantel Cameron taking on Victoria. I was waiting for you to say something like that. <laughs> taking on taking on Bustos. Who's and we got Lee Scottney. Ellie Scottney is uh, is in action as well, uh, taking on Marie Roman. Okay, um, so, yeah. and this is another female bout. Uh, this, the, yeah, there's two female bouts on this card. And Ellie Scottney, well, Maria Roman, and Chantel Cameron and Bustos. Uh, Cameron is fighting for the WBC and IBF World Female Super Light Title. Yeah, she's fighting Bustos. Now, yep. I wanted to say something about this. Uh, match right because i mean i'm i'm here to talk women i'm here to talk about the women's boxing right so that's good um, that's beautiful (laughs) it is yeah thank you timothy (laughs) you guys make me feel so good so um this here um this match with chantelle cameron is uh something that now has been put together to salvage what has happened from that tournament. I'm not sure if you guys were aware, but there was a junior welterweight tournament um, down in, in uh, earlier in the year, I th- um, earlier, I mean, sorry, later in 2001, around December, um, where it was Mary McGee um, who fought Chantel Cameron for, um, was it um she put her IBF belt on the line i believe it was and cameron put her belt on the line and then uh Callie Rays and Jessica Camara fought the other and the winners of both matches were supposed to come together to do a unification match right and so conveniently now um, after Callie Rees got her ass handed to her by Jessica Camara in the bout, she has become unavailable to take the match on with um, Chantel Cameron. Now, I think it's quite commendable for uh, Mary McGee to have put her life because you are only as good as your last fight. And she was the champion. And that title was her life. That was her bread. That was her way of making money. And she put that title on the line to fight Cameron, thinking that now Callie Rays would do, you know, do her part in fighting Je- Jessica Camara. And then somehow, you know, the, the, the parts would come together and everybody would get some bread and be able to eat and feed their family. Right. So now I got to call a punk a punk. Right. Because yeah, I said it. Because, <laughs> uh, when you become, when you when you start talking about you the champ and stuff, but yet you now you unavailable when people call in your name and they on the porch knocking on your door, right? Uh, we we got to really talk about um, who is the champ, right? So now because. Um, Callie Rays won't step up to the challenge and she somehow disappeared off the radar. Uh, Chantel Cameron has had to scramble her and her people to uh, number one, find her uh, fight so she can stay relevant and um, busy, right? And then um, give her a legitimate opponent because she has to grow. 
right? I see Chantel Cameron as being one of the contenders in junior welterweight to look out for. Um, it's getting hot in the welterweight division. You know, uh, Katie Taylor, uh, I'm, I'm hearing that she might even step up to 140. But I mean, who that's that's, you know, that's uh, sweet talk. You know, and, and you you guys know how I feel about sweet talk. I like foreplay much better, right? <laughs> so, um, don't yeah, don't don't uh, threaten me with a good time. You know, pretty let let's do it. So um, at this point, with uh, Chantel Cameron versus Victoria Busos, Busos is a name. Um, she has some great experience behind her. She has been champion. So she has some good, legitimate quality rounds with some uh, good opposition under the lights. And I'm looking forward to how uh, she performs in this in this fight. Definitely. You're not from America. <laughs> you, you, you got a little, uh, a little. It, is it sneaking out? You, you're Canadian. Huh? <laughs> you Canadian. <laughs> Uh, I've lived in Canada for okay. some time. Oh. I've lived in America, in the U.S. for some time. I was actually the, um, my background is from the United States. So I was okay. uh, several time U.S. national champion as oh. an amateur. Okay. I was on the um, Olympic team. What and is your full name? Natalie Brown. Natalie That's my Brown. full name. Yep. So I, I was... I was an amateur in the states, and okay. then um, it uh, around in the, in the early two thousands, and then I moved to Canada, and I tried to fight out of Canada, and because of my um, highly accomplished amateur background, I was ranked two in the world twice. I fought for two different countries: my my family's country, Jamaica, and the U.S. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah man. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah so I, I've you know I've made quite a name for myself in the amateurs it was tough getting fights as a pro because when you get to the pros you know it, it's it's really who is brave enough to to step to the challenge so um that that is my background I never got the opportunity to you know fight for a belt and um the quality opposition that I was calling out, um, they, they never gave me the chance. So wow. now I'm back to speak on it because that's how they, um, that's how they choke a lot of great talent and contenders in women's boxing. And I want you men to know and talk about it so we can hold these broads up to the same standards as the men. Right, they talk and chirp about wanting the same pay, but they don't want to take the same chances, and that's all I got to say about that. Okay, <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> okay, uh, another card I'm looking forward to, guys, is got to be the Zanabak Alan Canuli and Danny Digman card. Uh, uh sweet P3, oh, yeah. yeah, look me up, baby. I'm out there. I've that's my sister. That's my sister. Do you have oh, some? So, middleweight contender Janabek Kazik style Alan Kanuli has been anxiously waiting for this main event spotlight, um, and he hopes to seize that moment. Uh, Alan Kanuli will face undefeated Englishman Danny Dignam in a twelve-round showdown for the vacant WBO interim middleweight world title. Um, in the co-feature, we got former world junior champ Jamal Herring. Returns to lightweight division in a 10-rounder against the NABF title holder, Jermaine, the technician, Ortiz. 
Um, honestly, Alan Canuli, I've, I've profiled this guy way back. Um, mm-hmm. 11 and 0 with seven KOs. He is the 2016, uh, you know, an Olympian who has been on the fast track to a world title shot ever since knocking out 50 fight veteran Milton Nunes in his pro debut. Uh, the Kazakh Southpaw then racked up eight additional wins before scoring eight round stoppages uh, over former world champs Rob Brent, uh, Hassan Nadem. And despite only 11 fights, Alan Canuli has become an actively avoided fighter within his division, and several recognizable names at 160 pounds choose other options when opportunity knocked when he came when he came looking for the fights. Uh, you know, with a shot at the interim title, he'll finally get his chance uh, on the main event stage, which he's been wanting. Um, he said, in quote, Demetrius Andre, Jamie Mungia both avoided fighting me, so he gave Danny Dignam a lot of credit for stepping up to the plate. He says, I will show the entire world what true Kazakh style is. Uh, I will leave the ring as the WBO interim middleweight champion. While the division's top names are avoiding me, they won't be able to run forever. I can't wait to put on a spectacular showing. Big words from this guy. Um, He better perform tonight, like he's saying, uh, you know, saying that these guys in the top end are are avoiding him. Uh, I have watched him. The guy does have some really heavy hands, honestly. Uh, Guys, he's definitely a force to be reckoned with in that division, man, at 160. Uh, you know, Kazakhstan, who knew, right? They're coming out of nowhere. They've got a few. What are you talking about out of nowhere? Kazakhstan been that place. No, no, no. What are you talking about? Just recently, they're really stepping up, man. Really? No, they're, 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 them, them, I just met a Kazakhstan. An amateur kid. Huh? I just met an amateur kid from from what? Kazakhstan, right? Yeah, ever exactly. since. Yeah. At, at, at Joe Haynes' gym. No, no, Listen, man. Honestly. That's over there where Costa Zoo from. That's Costa Zoo. Or Uzbekistan. Oh, Uzbekistan. Oh, Uzbekistan. Kazakhstan. Any of them stands, they fight. She right about that. Hey, talk and fight. Y'all put my worst day at the office. Me versus McCaskill. Get put me a put, put me a better link up there now. You gonna put the one fight that sugar ain't show up in? Put me a better link up there. Honestly, um, on this card though, we, we want to see sugar in action. And I'm on this card, guys. On this card, we got two. Uh-oh. We got two prospects here that I, that I profiled that I've been telling you guys to watch out for, man. Kassir Goldstein and Duke Reagan and Delonte Johnson are all on this card, guys. Watch out for these guys. Okay, they're, they're five fights and under. They're all undefeated. They're the young, hungry, up-and-comers in their weight classes, man. So, Kassir, he's super light. Feather, Duke Reagan. And we got Delonte Johnson, welterweight. I just profiled all these guys. We've interviewed two two of them. We've had them on. So, be on the lookout for these kids, man. They are young, up-and-comers in the game. Names you will be hearing for the next 10 years. See, Mike, this is the thing about me and you with this up-and-coming and all of that stuff, okay? Um... The thing about it is, and we're going to all talk, right? Um, this this b- pro boxing game is for men and men that wear the big pants, that wear the pants, and the women that wear the big britches, okay? Now, you don't know how big your britches are, and you don't know how big your pants are until you get 10-plus in the game fight wise right because 
they stacking them and body bags are um a dime a dozen nowadays it used to be um <laughs> back in the day where you know you, you had to really look out and because somebody will clip you right boxing was real was really real back then so when you went into a boxing gym somebody was going to teach you enough to give you a fighting chance right now these people are making a career of becoming opponents they're doing they're they're jumping in for a buck they know their role right they so did that before they did that before too right so but what i'm saying is before now t t tell me t timothy to me the opposition before still have a bit of a chance still had a bit more skill now these guys are coming in and you know they just have to me they just have better outfits that they had um than, than the opposition had before you know what i'm saying they you're not they talking have, about opponents you're talking about i'm talking about the opponents now i'm talking about opposite i'm talking about op opponents people who are hired to be opponents okay i know okay. For, yeah i know for sure top rank right now is out there and they pay they they'll pay uh they pay they somebody mama to jump in leon muhammad good. is one of the huh? one, real quick leon well muhammad duke, is, duke and kasir both signed the top rank well real Ooh. quick leon muhammad he get, he'll get you anybody from anywhere he's he's got a bob arum all of them call leon muhammad up and he'll get you where you want and most Hello. of the opponent most of their opponents be from the southern part of the United States. Chitlin like Circuit. down south. Off the <laughs> Chitlin Circuit. <laughs> down south, North Carolina, all the way down there. Uh, but since Abandon Holyfield and a lot of the other guys from down southern, down south, they've been they've been bringing a lot of attention. Um, there's a lot of good trainers down there now and all that. But, but um, those opponents, man. Those opponents we was getting them from down south. All you gotta do is call Leon and he'll get them. Hello, you said now. Now we took. Now we're talking, right? Because that's what I know, right? And they they called it the Chitlin Circuit. So Ooh, when that's Sugar the first was time. Coming, yeah, that's the first time you ever heard that they used yeah. to call me a Chitlin fighter when I you? was an amateur. Yes, you? sir. I had to. I had to show them who what the South was really about because okay. I was out of Georgia. I was oh. out of. Right, I was an amateur out of Georgia, so okay. um, they called me a chitlin fighter, and I had to show my my worth as a, a a real legitimate fighter and contender out here. So now you know now they're flying opponents in. They're flying them in from Mexico, Hungary, you know, all of these places where people just they they want a good payday. And now I know for sure top rank pays opponents very well and so mike mentioned that both of these contenders are signed with yeah, top both, both these so prospects they got signed they got signed out the game like right out the bat they were both signed by top rank top rank ended up signing almost every olympian that year yeah so top mm. rank is doing a filtering right now so top rank whoever lose whoever goes from this match is done with top rank they're not going to keep them around and well, so they're using how, they're using for opponents and stuff let's talk oh my gosh this they is sign everybody <laughs> they'll sign I as many as they can and then put them all against each other is that what you're saying sugar game. huh 
you're saying, I'm kind of jealous. It sounds like you know a lot more. They'll sign them all. You're saying they'll sign them all, pit them against each other, and kick the loser out. That's the filter. Russell Pelts out of Philadelphia, he didn't let no opponents come. He gave you hard fights. You heard of Russell Pelts, right? Yes. Russell Pelts out of Philly, a lot of guys didn't like the – I'm not saying they didn't like the fight for, for Russell Pelts, but he didn't get no opponents. He matched everybody up. The same, really. And he was the only guy doing it. He was the only guy doing it that I know of. Um, Johan, you know Johan. You heard of Johan, right? Mm-hmm. And they're mm-hmm. all together, and um, um, but all those other guys was finding opponents and stuff like that. But Russell Pelts wouldn't. He wouldn't do. It. You had to fight somebody. Yes. Yeah. Look Russell Pelts up, Mike. I I know about I know about. Oh, that. you know Mike. You know Russell Pelts, right? Yeah, I know about that man. Well, I seen him at the Sunny Canto fight. And you know, and I was talking to him, I was saying hi and stuff, but he okay. don't play that opponent stuff. He don't play that. He you gotta fight or it ain't gonna be no fight. That's right. And that's what keeps the game real uh, alive, right? Because other than that, what do we turn into? WWE? But wait, you know I what hate, I'm saying? But I like the process though. I know we talk, I know you're talking about that. We need those opponents. We do definitely need the building we, blocks so the real top guy do. can get to the big championship fights. We that's no everybody, everybody know what it is. The the guy that's undefeated, he know what that opponent is supposed to do. You know? So if you want to try to change it, I guess we would have to change it. Um no, you know. Timothy, I don't think it should be anything about the changing it. What I'm saying is it's no, I'm it's, with you. I'm with you, but I'm just oh. saying, yeah, I'm with you on it. I just think right now it's too obvious where they're calling oh i need i need somebody for i, I need to get on this card and i want to be on the a side it's so obvious you know it's normal saying? it's yeah. so obvious it's normal now mm-hmm. Is it, like you know, like sunny kanto i hate to cut you off but sunny kanto knew that that guy wasn't there to beat him he knew that he was there to knock that guy out right so you, you that's the way it is, yeah. It's what it you is. call it's what you call a showcasing, not a step up or not a challenge. Well, let's and don't we use that. Yeah, let's don't go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> we, we don't get the best out of a fighter when they don't have that. It's it's a part of the hunger. It's a part of staying hungry, right? Because if you know that there's a reserve seat for mm-hmm. you at the top, you you ain't gonna work as hard. Yeah, you're not going to stay as thirsty. You know what I'm saying? If you know you, oh, I'm supposed to knock this person out. Um, You're cruising in. I, yeah. I, I want that fighter to be just as on edge and just as nervous that this might be, this might be my last fight, right? That's how we get the best out of a, a fighter. Because in the beginning, not, yeah, in the beginning is normal. But as you go up the step, the, the opponents gets harder and harder, and it's kind of like a normal thing. Everybody expects some stuff like that to happen. Oh, I know oh, I'm gonna right. get an easy guy. I know I'm gonna get another easy guy. Then the promoter and them is gonna get harder fights to test you to get you ready for the big one. He can't keep right. giving you ducks. He can't keep giving you ducks. He, as you right. put, as you guys that- go, he got to put harder ones in and harder ones in, but safe harder ones, safe harder ones, safe tests. Right. So that's why I'm saying. After 10 fights, all right, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. And let's, okay, you get built up to 10. 
you okay. have been tested up to 10. After 10, all bets are off, baby. I want to see what you got, right? How do you, how are you going to extend yourself? Show me why you are going to be the champion. Why should I still pay attention? I think, I think that there's a lot of big money and they're still going to look out for him into that big fight. They're still going to look out for him, in my opinion, for that big fight. Yeah, I did. I fought an undefeated. I fought an undefeated guy. My my third fight, my seventh fight. I found a found a rat lift was fourteen and zero. I was thirteen and zero, and started out early. But wow! Um, but did, no, it did. I fought they an undefeated guy. They put you to the my, test. Fourteen and zero and thirteen and zero. Right. So the intensity of that matchup is nine and zero too. My goodness! Like these three guys, and zero too. Reno. They, they threw you in with the killers. And These that's are why killers. And that's why he was terrible Tim Witherspoon. No, they knew I could beat the guy who was undefeated, but he wasn't he he was he he gave me a little work, but I, I put him out. He was in my third fight. They wasn't gonna get me a real good undefeated guy. Listen, they know how to get undefeated guys that really not up to par. Yeah. You're undefeated. Yeah. Mike can knock them out. I want to see what kind of talents Mike got. It may not be in the ring, but I know he got some okay. talent there. Okay. <laughs> if, I, if I can interject, can, can I interject your conversation with something? Oh. It, bring, it brings to mind two examples that I've been thinking of and reporting on this week. One is the David Benavides fight against yep. David Lemieux. Uh, Benavides, mm. I believe, is 25 and 0. But the guy who's calling him out, the, the guy who's calling him out, David Morrell Jr., is 6 and 0. So it's kind of funny. Now, the other thing that I wanted to talk about was actually Josh Taylor. And although he laughed yeah. at me, Mike, I mean, this is pretty serious. The WBA stripped him of his, of his title because yeah. uh, he wouldn't fight uh, Poello or whatever his name was, right? Where is and he then from? The w England? Josh, Josh Taylor? Yeah, I think he's from Scotland, actually. Okay. Scotland uh, fighter. Uh, yeah, he's, 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 a good, he's a good. He's a top ten. He's a top ten. Top ten pound for pound fighter. Him, he's a good I guy. Think I was over there. Uh, with him. Josh Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. He he beat uh, Jack Catterall, the Englishman, last time out. It was okay. a you know controversial decision, but nonetheless he won. And uh, so he basically turned down the WBA's uh, offer to fight there, a uh, mandatory, which was some unknown guy. Um, Anyway, so so very recently he's now been uh, tasked to fight. I think the WBC offered him uh, uh, Zapita. Is it Zapita? Is that his name, Mike? Yeah. Yeah, uh, anyway, so now he's got this massive. Yeah, so he's got this, he's got, and, and I think it's because if the, they're both top rank, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. So, so there's a very interesting controversy uh, surrounding Josh Taylor, and I I think he wants to move out of the division. They both top rank. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I haven't. They both got the same yeah, promoter. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Any, anyway, I just want to bring that up because it, it ties into what you've, you've been saying about uh, matchups. And on one hand, you've got uh, Benavides, who's 25 and 0. And if he does beat David Lemieux, uh, you know, who's he going to fight next? That you know, he's got his own ideas. But this David Morel chap from Cuba comes in and says, "Well, I'm six and 0. I'm ready to fight David Benavides." Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I, I didn't mean to no, stop the didn't mean to stop the flow of conversation. No, but, uh, no, 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 no. That's and that what this is about, right? Because honestly, you know what? Yeah, this uh, this this card this card's pretty good, man. You know, it's unbeaten two time world champ. 
and Phoenix David, David Benavides. Uh, you know, he's going to thrill the crowd and he's taking on, you know, it is what it is. David Lemieux. Well, what can we say about it? I didn't Except, think I would see him back Canadian. out here again. Yeah. He's, he's our guy, man. He's Canadian. We're going to stay behind him. But, yo, David Benavides, 25 and 0. Uh, honestly, watching this kid let his hands go. Woo! Oh, that's right. Woo. You was talking about him before. On the yeah. yeah. This kid could let his hands fly. And where is the match? Where is this happening in, in Quebec? Uh, where is it no. Arizona. 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 Oh, that's neutral Glenn. ground. Good. Honestly, David is one of the most feared punchers in the sports right now. Um, you know, he sits 25 years old. He's 25 and 0, 22 knockouts. Uh, you know, he enters this fight having knocked out his last five opponents, including the September 29, uh, 19 knockout of two-time super middleweight champion Anthony Durrell. Most recently, Benavides returned to fight in Arizona for the first time since 2015 and delivered a dominating seventh-round knockout over, over Kyron Davis. Uh, Benavides is trained by his father alongside his brother and former title challenger, Jose Jr. Uh, in 2017, he became the youngest super middleweight champion in boxing history by defeating uh, Ronald Graval, uh, yeah, Gavril, um, you know, at just 20 years old. Benavides went from a 15-year-old prodigy sparring with uh, Triple G, Peter Quillen, to world title contender with 10-fight knockout streak from 2015 through to 2017, including a highlight reel knockout of uh, Medina in a seventh-round seventh wow. position that he earned his first title opportunity. Wow. Yeah, that's so saying That's saying something. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who else you got to be on the lookout for on this card, honestly? The 24-year-old, uh, Yoavos Gomez. 5-0, 5 KOs. He made a big statement in his U.S. De de uh, debut on Christmas, blasting out a typical durable clay collard in the first round over the showdown. Uh, you know, this kid, he's from Havana, Cuba. He now fights out of Las Vegas. Uh, you know, this southpaw, he shows power in both hands, and his, he has relentless finishing skills, uh, immediately making him a rising contender in this division, man, the super welterweight division. So, yeah, guys, this card. Don't miss this one. Is that 150 pounds? That's 150 pounds? Super welter? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they so. choose the weight. They go back and forth with the weight. Well, right? one, no, it's one, what is it, 150 to one, no, 156, 155 or something like that? Okay, okay. Yeah. That's junior middleweight, 155. Well, right? Yeah, I believe so. I guess they're fighting. I guess they're Six, fighting. Sixty uh, is middleweight and fifty-five is junior middle. Okay. Well, they're they're saying super welter against. Oh, she got off. I bite my sandwich. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, this is going to be a good one, man. We also got Richardson Hitchens, who's thirteen zero, taking on uh, Angel Rodriguez, who's twelve ten and three. Be on the lookout for this kid, man. I like watching this kid. Uh, Elijah Garcia is also on this. He's an unbeaten. You got Jesus Abel Ibrera, another kid I've mentioned, man, thirteen and zero. Uh, definitely, uh, this young, this undercard is definitely um, stacked, man. You got Luis Dunez, sixteen and zero, taking on Jonathan Fierro, who's thirteen and zero. Big card, lots of stuff going on on the underside of this. I'm totally into watching all of it. <laughs> I can't wait to get it underway. Tim, you know we got we got fights to watch this weekend. Yeah, we get. Oh yeah, okay. No problem. I just yeah. was going to say that Greg Townswell was trying to be on, but he wanted me to let you guys know that um that he go he trying to get guys to help him with his business going to work tomorrow, and just to let everybody know that we helping Mitch Green out. We're doing really good. He's starting to open up. 
That's and it. talk to people. We're trying to we're trying to get them a tour in England. A lot of people know. Him. Listen, when 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 um when Mitch walked into there, mm-hmm. everything stopped. Yeah. And then they was lining up, signing. He was signing autographs, and I we trying it. to get him. Yeah, we trying to get him to leave Mike alone, and we trying to get a podcast with him. I'm trying to get him on this show. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to get him. He's taking our time. So Greg was giving a little bit of money, talking to him. And we being nice to him, and he, and he and he's trusting us now. But he didn't have no. He think people, um, sabotaging his phone. Oh my god! He, yeah, he think they tapping his phone. A little, little bit of paranoia. Yeah, I'm gonna try to get him on. He, I'm gonna get him on. I'm gonna get Blood Green on. So I called my agent in England, and he said he said that he's gonna try to get a, a toy for Blood in about five months. So we just trying to get him money in his pocket. He can't walk. He can't walk real good. Oh. Yeah. So uh, Iron Barkley. Iran Barkley's um uh he has an event uh, uh uh you know up in on the 24th we're going up there to raise money and they're going to try to get him a bike try to get Michigan in the bike they're going to pay him and we're going to go pick him up and take him there so Greg told me to just just cuz he had to go find workers to just try to get that on the show and stuff right. to get blood you know but I'm going to try to we're going to get blood on that'll be good is that I okay wait. I can't wait I, I'm, I'm yeah. He he trusts us. He trusts me, and he trusts uh, he trusts Greg. But before it was hard. Oh man, he he, he would hang up because he thought his the, the uh, phones was tapped. He would <laughs> hang up and then call back. <laughs> but now, but now he's okay. If we put him on the podcast, <clears throat> he'll just give me a couple of weeks. We're gonna get him on, okay? Right. And you might not understand everything he say though. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. I don't mind. I'll, I'm sure. I'm sure I'll understand some of it. How I'm many sure fights? Did, what was her name? That's Natalie Brown. Natalie Brown. How many does she have? Pro fights, right? Yeah. Yeah, she does. Oh, I usually watch the fights. I never, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Miss Natalie Brown. You kind of know her stuff too. She know her stuff. Yeah, you know, she does. You know, because the promoters, promoters, you. We have, uh, we have, we have, we have. Go ahead, go ahead. You got it. Hey Tim, Tim, we have, we have, we have Carl asking your opinion on uh, Martin Bacoli. Oh, Martin Bacoli. Carl from England. Oh, Carl. Yeah, Carl do, you know, do you know Martin Bacoli? No. We talked about Martin Bacoli last week, didn't we, Mike? Yeah, we did. He's Congolese. Congolese boxer, um, right now. Oh, Lee's. He's from Lee's. Yeah, he's you know he's eighteen and eighteen and one with thirteen KOs. Mm-hmm. He took on Tony Yoka uh, last last weekend. I'm sorry, guys. I told I told yeah. Mike and I told you that I was going to try to find out, get more familiar with a lot of stuff in the box and everything's moving so fast. But in the future, I'm gonna be right on time. Don't and worry. You know, so I don't know. Right, I, know we're, we're, Carl we're getting, I know about Carl Frox. I know Carl Frox. We're getting you caught up with all the all current right. day fighters. Don't worry, Tim. We'll get you. Yeah. We we'll get you caught up. I hung up with Carl Frotch and all the other people because I know somebody mentioned his name on there. It wasn't yes. a real good experience, and I told you guys before. But yeah, this That's is it. healthy. This is healthy to talk about boxing every once in a while. It is. It's great. It's a good outlet. It's a great outlet. Absolutely. So she disappeared. So she disappeared on you. Yeah, she's gone. She she probably had stuff to do. Okay, so Greg said he Friday apologized, night. and he'll, which is a crazy night. 
No, it's Friday night. Oh, it's Friday <laughs> night. Man, I don't go nowhere. Got to go hit the town, man. Uh, no, we're going to watch this fight, man, the Pascal fight. It's happening. What network is that on? Uh, that's on uh, – I'm trying to find it right now, actually. It's a, it's a new one. Was it Box TV or something? Hmm. I've never heard of them. Pro Box, Pro Box TV. I've never heard of them. I guess it's something I'm going to have to check out and find. I'm sure well, I can find it is. She Sorry, went and got a drink of rum. She went and got a drink of rum. Yeah, mom. Yeah, mom. Oh, she did. She did. She laughing. Yeah, she came back for the last five minutes to say goodbye and blow a kiss to everybody. Hey. She's taking a sip. You all serious? Right. You think she is? So, we, 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 we've gone through all the fights. Is that right, Mike? Yeah, we've we have. All the we have touched on everything. Where does Guys. she go? Fans out there watching, okay. you know what it is, man. It's fight weekend. We got to get to work. I guess we'll see you next week. I don't know. Do we have anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here? Nah. Uh, no, I mentioned uh, Josh Taylor. I mentioned the Canadian, yeah. Lemieux. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Cedric. Hey, 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 why are you waiting? Wait, wait, we get ready to get off. And you... I'm Yo, sorry, I'm sorry. Eddie, did you make it to the liquor store? I did. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to call me out like that. <laughs> hey, hey, it's, it's long weekend. That's what I had to do, man. Come on. Come on. They close early. I'm sorry. They close early. I have to make sure I get there get there for they close. Yo, um, don't worry, I was worry. listening. Hey, I was listening on the whole time on my way back. So, uh, don't believe some, big fights, some big fights. There's going to be some big knockouts this weekend. We're yes, going to yes. great, we're gonna have a great knockout show. So make sure all the fans out there watching – Join us Sunday to see who we pick as the knockout of the week. I got a, I got a quick question for, for both the champs, Sugar and Tim. Um, so the, 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 it's about coaching because the news was out. Uh, news just came out yesterday or the day before that um, uh, Devin Haney's coach, who was his dad, Bill Haney, will not be allowed into Australia on a 30 30 year old federal federal drug charge that he served yeah. time for but but um so I want to ask you guys how do you think this will uh this will affect Devin Haney my quick thoughts is just you know I, me personally I haven't trained any professionals just on the amateur level the high level amateurs that I've worked with um you know when when you get them to a certain level you win nationals a couple of times and you get on on the on the the the, the Canadian team when you travel, they're not going to be with you. They're going to be with the, the national team coach. So that you have to amateur level, you're kind of prepared for that. But I know obviously amateur professionals are a lot different than, than the pros. So how 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 do you how would you guys how do you think first of all how do you think Devin Haney's going to do and how would you deal with the situation? Uh, I, I think we can throw him off a little bit first of all. Real quick, That's what I want to add. Yeah, real quick, I think that will have some type of effect on him. Um, like I won. I won big fights without my trainer. When Don King said he wasn't going to pay him, he left. He talked to me, said, Tim, I can't, I can't deal with it. I got to pay big bills. And I understood that. And I had to fight myself, and I won. So it was up to the, the fighter. He definitely going to, it's definitely going to affect him. It's definitely mm. going to affect his father not being there. But it's up to him to, to try to pull it off and be a champ and be a Muhammad Ali or Joe Rage or George Foreman, a big, big timer. If he pull it off, He's gonna get way more respect. They're gonna talk about yeah. it. Yeah, they're gonna yeah. talk positive. And the rematch, the rematch is actually in Australia too. So he's gonna have to do it mm. twice. Yeah. So mm. it, it's a, it, it's exactly what um, Tim says, right? 
uh, and he said this previously, you got to be ready. Mm-hmm. You got to be ready. And ready means ready for that as well. Whatever. Right? So um, this is what I say where, how big are your pants, Devin? <laughs> are, you, are you able to man up now? Because your daddy ain't there. Right? <laughs> so you're going to have to find something inside of you yeah. to man up. You're in, un, you're, you're in, you're going on to the opposition's back. Yeah. Foreign territory. Yeah. Foreign territory. And your daddy's not around. Right? Yeah. So who's going to give you that courage? You got to find it in yourself. Mm-hmm. And you got to know that I've, I'm flying, what is it, 20 hours down there to take something from y'all back home. Yeah. Right? And that's the hunger. That's the thirst that I'm talking about with these fighters now that I'm, I'm not seeing anymore. I'm not seeing like the fighters of Tim's era where Tim said, shit, <laughs> I, I know this is a man's sport and I got to be a man, right? <laughs> these guys, these, these boys, you know, they, they floss and it's all about Instagram and all about how cute your girlfriend is. Well, guess what? Right. Your girlfriend going to see exactly how cute you are this, this weekend. Right. Mm-hmm. How are you going to mm-hmm. perform? How are you going to mm-hmm. man up and show the world that you deserve to be Devin Haney? Right. So I'm I'm really curious to see what the performance is. And, you know, I I, and I'm not even trying to hear no sore loser type talk. Oh, my daddy didn't come. And that's why we're going to really see who he really is. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You're going to be affected. But that doesn't mean affected don't mean you. We are not expecting you to be a champion. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, And that's what that is all about. Okay. Well, that being said, guys, we are at the end of our show. I enjoyed myself. I enjoyed myself. We got, we got, we got, we got women. We got a nice, beautiful woman, and we got everybody else. We got another voice. We got a different, um, you know, opinion. She, 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 a woman's yeah. opinion. Yeah, I think yes. that's that's really cool. I'm really appreciate the day. Thanks well, for having me, guys. Yes, for sure. To all the fans watching around the world, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Friday Night Panel featuring myself, Tim Witherspoon, Graham, Natalie Too Bad Brown, and her Oh, man, oh I like that name. <laughs> Andy, I didn't know it. Natalie Too Whoa, okay. <laughs> Join us next week. Same time, same channel. New topics. Peace. Peace, peace. Take care.